Job chapter 7, verses 1 through 3. Does not man have hard service on earth? Are not his days like those of a hired man, like a slave longing for the evening shadows, or a hired man waiting eagerly for his wages? So I have been allotted months of futility, and nights of misery have been assigned to me. Recently, I was helping two parties reconcile a disagreement, or I was mediating, and um, one of them owed the other one money for work that he had done. And as I just heard this read from Job, I was reminded of that man. You know, it says, as a hired man waiting eagerly for his wages. So I have been allotted months of futility and nights of misery. This guy that I was trying to help um, who hadn't been paid, this is descriptive of him. Months of futility, nights of misery. He had just really been really down and out because he was owed this money and he was in a really bad spot. And I was realizing that, yes, I was trying to help these parties mediate and try to get, you know, the problem solved. But I was really, more importantly, I think, trying to minister to this guy's soul. He was, you know, in his mind, he was being wronged and he was in misery about it. But I love, Eric, what you wrote in the devotional uh, near the end of that second to last paragraph, the Matthew 5 quote, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. It can reframe when we sense that we've been wronged, when we sense there's been an injustice done against us. If that happens because of our righteousness or our faith in Christ, then guess what Jesus says about it? We're blessed. We're blessed. And, and it just kind of reframes our troubles and it ministers to our soul, even through hardship. So how, how uh, so you're being a mediator in a, mm-hmm. essentially a legal situation mm-hmm. and that that's a good thing, but where is Christ in all this? Well, for each, I, mm-hmm. I do this sort of thing often. People wonder how pastors spend their work week, you know, <laughs> sometimes I tell me. people, well, I just play video games. Yeah, or with you. Um, the way that I—it's a good question, Eric. And the what I there's a phrase that I have in my mind often when I'm dealing with anybody: people in conflict, people in dispute, people in despair, people bringing complaints, people bring complaints to the church or whatever. I the phrase I have in my mind is: okay, what's the thing under the thing? What's the thing under the thing here? The thing is, you know, the person's complaining about such and such. What's the thing under the thing? What's motivate? What's fueling that? What's mm-hmm. what's the pain or the wound or the loss in their soul, in their spirit, in their emotions that's being expressed as conflict or anger or complaint? And I try my best to minister to the thing under the thing. Obviously, we got to talk about the thing. We got to talk about the topic that they've brought up. But I'm try- I say, Holy Spirit, show me the thing under the thing. And how can I get... Holy Spirit ministry to that deeper down thing. And, and when I when I take that approach, then people tend to feel they've been ministered to. They tend to feel whole. And that's a to me, that's a successful remediation of conflict. Well, it's a very good thing uh, that um, they asked you to get involved in this in the sense that you do bring that the Christian experience to it. And oftentimes uh, I've been through arbitration and all these kinds of things, and a lot of legal things in my life. And uh, you have opposing points of view. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. the, the, yep. the 
the attorneys tend to be a hundred percent in your corner. And so it's very hard to meet in any mm-hmm. mid middle. It, it does happen because they know mm-hmm. how to do that too. But uh, I think the bigger problem here, maybe in that situation is different, but I, I think the way I, I start the paragraph I wrote is a good conclusion to what you just said and what I'm trying to okay. say. If we remove mm-hmm. uh, the Christianity of Christ from life, and I, I really uh, it's not Christianity organization or the the church, but it's of Christ from life and describe raw experience as it is, we will inevitably come up with a picture that Job paints in this verse. Without Christ, life is much like hard le- a hard service of a hired hand. And uh, I think that the result of being hard service of a hired hand is sort of a metaphor for kind of slavery that life without Christ mm-hmm. is a form of slavery, not the kind that mm-hmm. you're, you're the servant of Jesus Christ. And it's, but you're willing that relationship. Oftentimes conflicts comes out of unwilling and, and, and disbelief and conflict of all kinds, because the willingness to serve is not there. It's to get what you mm-hmm. want out of it, uh, right. need yeah. out of it. And, and you think you've been wronged. And all of these things are not, uh, not of Christ. They're of the world. Right. So when you yeah. interject somebody like you into it, it actually can, if, if the people listening actually come to the consensus view and the, uh, the peace that they need in order to go forward.